We ain't got clout No diamond rings, no trout No silent streams But we've got lots of things to say Cause we've got nothing Hello and welcome to yet another episode of We've Got Nothing, a bi-weekly comedy story-sharing podcast hosted by me, comedian Kai Saunders. I'm joined today with my older brother, Ben. Oh, it's been in the house. You don't need to sing for every intro. I don't know what else to say out of my mouth. All you've ever needed to say is, hi, I'm Ben, the entire podcast. But if I do that, then the podcast's gonna go south. Hit it, Josh. I, I was not prepared for this. I'm just going to say, hi, I'm Josh. There you go. I, I hit the record button sometimes. That's our producer. Happy to have him. Well, despite your musical talents, how <laughs> how are you doing, Ben? I'm doing fine. Uh, you don't sound like it. Yeah. I, 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 uh, I, I, uh, yeah, I'd be doing it, bro. <laughs> like. You went from drunk to high to like. I don't know why I said that like Logan Paul, but like right. I, I do be doing it, bro. <laughs> Would anyone like my terrible Gatorade ripoff? Damn, have you been drinking that shit? I no, I'm not. I, I don't Hold on, did get he it. like? Does he have his own, or does he just have a line of G Fuel? I think he has his own. That's the thing with the the Paul brothers is they do their own individual ventures after yeah. doing collabs. They learn the game and then they do it themselves. Which is, I mean, hey, uh, I watched a documentary on Cambodian donut shops in L.A. And that is a pretty good way to get established in most industries is to have your first venture be a joint. So you learn the ins and outs of the business. Because mm-hmm. what the Cambodians would do is they would come over here, work at this chain. I think called like, not Wetzel's, it was some with a W. They would do really good, figure out the donut business, then open their own shop. Hmm. What dog? Where do you even watch that? YouTube? Called uh, King of Donuts. It's on Hulu, I believe. All right. And it's a very good documentary uh, until the end where you figure out that the Cambodian King of Donuts had a real problem with gambling. Uh, And he kind of gambled away all the donut shops. Whoa. Spoiler alert. And then there's a really awkward moment where like someone that he like ripped off, like he meets her again and like he's apologizing and like, and it's all in English. So like, cause you know, there's like edited, like her cussing him the fuck out in Cambodian. But mm-hmm. She's like, you do good. No more steal. And he's like, I, sorry, I steal. Oh my God. But you know, in Cambodia, like, and like the subtitles were, you ruined my daughter's life. I'll kill you. Like, Yeah, like, no, I'm sure it's absolutely Also, vile. can I get a glazed? <laughs> Imagine asking your significant other for a glazed donut like it's a shop. It's just wild. That is no, no, they weren't dating. This Th- was what? A, oh, you. This was a woman that he had helped. So what he would do is like he would basically he would, he would loan you ten thousand to get you started, and he would teach you the donut business, and then you would just pay him back with interest. But then, so he gambled away the loans that he had for them. Yes. So then they technically didn't have. No, no, no. He would ask them for more. Like he would, he would start like demanding more money as payback to like fund his gambling problem. Oh no! Yeah. So he would raise his interest rates as well. Yeah. Yep. Okay. That that seems okay. Very yeah, he was a much, rough dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. There are. Certain... That was not conveyed in the way that you told it. No, I am not the Cambodian donut man, and I don't work for Hulu. There's a man yet. that runs a jewelry shop in Tampa. I'm not going to say which one. Who Tampa uh... jewelry. <laughs> He comes into the bank like three times a week and he always makes these huge deposits and then 
these huge withdrawals. And every time he comes to the bank, I need like a supervisor to be like, yes, he could do any of this activity, but it's a little sketch every time he comes into the bank. And he always is on the phone with someone being like, the money's coming. And I'm like, which mafia is funding this jewelry shop? Like, what the hell is happening? There's so much people who run businesses with cash where you're just like, this is fraud. Like, this is tax evasion. Like, I'm watching it happen right now. Yep. And they're just like, oh, that's fine. Um, the bank's like, well, you know, they bank with us and we're happy it's happening. And I'm like, I don't think this is good. Well, I mean, the well, bank is making money off of loaning it back to them probably. That's yeah. the thing, yeah. Well, we're a bank. And if you're looking for an institution with morals, we're at our core not having those. Pretty much. Would you like a dum-dum? How about a pen? We don't no, even you- give out pens or dum-dums anymore. That's bullshit. They, they haven't got, given out pens in years. They're all on a chain. Yeah. You have to work for those pens. Here's the thing, though. <laughs> Josh, Josh goes to every bank with a thing of wire cutters, and he's like, I'm taking the pen. They're like, sir, sir. I'm going to tell you one thing and one thing only. If we didn't fucking bolt those pens, we would run out of pens. Because I... In a minute. Here's the thing. I would steal them just because... I know you and every other person that goes to a fucking bank because I was like, you know what? The ball pen, it it stinks and it's gross. And I have this beautiful overflowing jar of pens. I was like, if someone needs to write something down, I'll just hand them a pen. Just be kind to others. You moron. I have lost post-it notes. I've lost pens. I gave someone the back of an agenda. They took the agenda. The full agenda. I don't know how I didn't think to be like, can I have that back, please? Because I'm behind this like... Uh, robbery-proof glass. Yeah, that's how it works. Oh guy. yeah, that makes it worse. Yeah, because they know they know they can't get in, but they also know you can't get out. I can't get out. Sometimes my coworkers will talk to each other. They'll be like, "Yeah, we're getting renovations, and this is happening. This is happening." I'm like, "Guys, can you come a little closer to the glass? I can't really hear you." <laughs> You're literally an animal at the zoo. You're yes. like, "Please get closer." Get closer to the vents. It was reassuring because I was like, oh, wow, that's like I'm serving a lot of the public and COVID is still exist. And I want to make sure that I'm going to be OK. And then I realized, like, the only people I have to worry about getting COVID from are my coworkers because there's just this little slot. And I take hand sanitizer before and after every transaction. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, that was nice. Speaking, Speaking of the zoo. Yeah. My new job is in the medical field. Hells yeah. Involving ambulances. <laughs> and at dinner tonight with our family. I told our mom that for certain patients that are too fat, if they need to get an MRI, they will get taken to Lowry Park Zoo because the MRI have a 450 pound weight limit. So if you're over that and you need an MRI, the ambulance will just go straight to Lowry Park and you have to get a zoo MRI. You get to go to the zoo after? Oh, that's even sadder. You know, it's like, I think that's kind of That'd nice. be kind of fun. Do I get to see the elephants? No, you're going back to your assisted living facility. Oh, and the <laughs> elephant's like, oh. I would hate to be only in the medical section of a zoo because that's where none of the funding is. What do you mean? They didn't go, like, all the fun part of a zoo is, like, the exhibits and, like, the food. No, and, like, the exhibits and the food is there to pay for the medical part. Yeah. I know, but I'm saying there's nothing fun about it. It's just like a white room that they try to make sure isn't covered in shit. I just want to see that waiting room where, like, you come in, there's, like, a manatee, and he's got on, like, a watch, and, like, his manatee <laughs> wife is going in for an MRI. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, her third, and he's, like, really nervous. And, like, a manatee doctor comes out and is like, sir, I'm sorry. 
the manatee cancer's back. And then he just goes like, cries in manatee. Here's the thing about the manatee. They actually separate the uh, male manatees from the female manatees because they don't have, they only have one permanent manatee. Uh, All the others are rescues from the local area. Is the one permanent manatee like a fuck manatee? Like what's no? It, it has buoyancy issues, so it can't survive in the wild. Oh, that's so sad. You know, so the rest are just being rehabilitated. Yeah, the some are just like, oh, they were in the wrong spot, so we're going to take them, make sure they're fine. Though, then they'll be back out. They were like months. at Walgreens. Oh. <laughs> Wait, so we're just seeing like a manatee during their hospital visit? Yeah. Oh, that makes it a little that's worse. So <laughs> lame. That's like, I mean, but they're just manatees. They're eating what they want. That's true. Manatees aren't going to do tricks. Like, I'm sorry. Even if you could train them, I feel it's like, like it's like, like SeaWorld where they're that. training these random wild animals. No. Also, Ben, when you said the manatee had a, a, a watch on its its wrist, like, it, a manatee can't see that because their fins are That's so far I'm away from so their head. He's trying to check the tire, see how long it's big because he's nervous, but he's like... Mm. Mm. Yeah, he really he won't be able to see that watch. Just a rumpled like green striped polo and like the cargo <laughs> shorts. He's like, mm, oh, son of a bitch. I love manatees. Talking to the the eight hundred pound patient on a stretcher, just like you know, me and her have been married like four years, which a manatee years is like a lot of years. And uh, <laughs> I just don't know what I'm gonna do if she doesn't make it. And the doctor comes out. Again. And she's okay. I don't want to, even the imaginary manatee, I don't wish that upon it. No, no, it, it's not a manatee doctor, though. It's it's a giraffe. Okay, <laughs> all right. It's... That's who's doing the big girl's MRI. It's just a lion trainee. Well, our mother, when we said that, she was like, that's not funny. That's traumatic to have to get weighed at the zoo. <laughs> Which was an incredible sentence. Which is just funnier. It's one of those things that shouldn't be funny, but the more you say it, the funnier it gets. Where it's like Wade at a zoo. No, she was. She was like, imagine getting taken to the zoo. <laughs> it sounds. I feel like if I was morbidly obese and had to go to the zoo for an MRI, I'd make the best of it. I would make. The it best sounds of like it. a fun time. But isn't that the wake up call you've been waiting for? Yeah. I bet at the zoo they have like the same photographers like they have for the exhibits they have for the MRI. <laughs> so it's just you and your stretcher like <laughs> next to it. I just can't believe that you're the only one getting an MRI that stands on two feet. That's got to be. No, you don't. That's why you're going there to get an MRI. Right. You can't stand on two they're, feet. They're going to load you like like you're a pizza going into a pizza oven oh. and just slide you off one stretcher to another. You're a Domino's extra, extra large. Just there could have been a, a penguin on that MRI bed. Yeah, Kai. Not a, not a big Or a meerkat. Or perchance a, um, the most dangerous animal of all, a man. A tea. <laughs> How was your last day at work, though? Wait, what? Now that you're at this new job where you get to learn about the obese getting weighed at a zoo, has it been a transition from your last job? Because your last job, you were, we can say it now, working at Ikea. I was working at Ikea, yeah. And you worked there for a very long time. I'm sure they missed you. Uh, you would think that. But my last day, which I had planned on calling out, um, was a little disappointing. So for clarity, the reason I planned on not calling out was that when someone else had left, they'd had a big party and they'd like hung up balloons and like they got like a Publix cookie platter. And you know, I, I'm a lifetime Publix cookie. Was club this for member. another cart boy or this was for another person in click and collect, which is where I worked. Okay. So how long had they worked there? I mean, longer than me, but like I'm fun. <laughs> but anyway, like, 
how how many more years? Was it like a ten year stint? Like a it year? It was like a fiver. Oh, Benjamin. Yeah. Whatever. You weren't getting a party. No, I, you you knew this deep down. But I I thought I'd get a card with more than four people to sign it, mm-hmm. or like a goodbye. Oh <laughs> there are people that clocked out and said bye to me like it was a normal shift. Like I don't know if they knew I was leaving. Like they're like, all right, Ben, see you later. I'm like, well, you- that did happen to me to a couple people at my job like i just happened to be at lunch when the when they like had the guy that actually announced that they were leaving so like i come back like two weeks later i email him and like i i put him on a like a group email that i do for like something that i'm for a part that i'm releasing and they're like hey maybe you shouldn't email that guy because he no longer works here oh you told this already i did <laughs> okay so yeah. i was i was, I'm still like, I feel like I should know this. You still feel bad about it to the I guy. do. It's an empty email account because it's a company email. So it's right. like, no one saw it. It's just like, I felt bad because someone had to tell me. See, Josh is like, I sent an email to a person that no longer can get that email. And Ben and I are like, what time I farted it? I killed someone. Like, it's like. They make the fat people go to the zoo. And yeah. we laugh so hard that I almost cried. <laughs> And Josh is like, I think I was impolite on um, one occasion. One time I pushed Cooper down a flight of stairs <laughs> just to see what it would look like when he bounced. We were 19. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't, you did people, I, no one said goodbye literally, to you? Literally, the only way it could have been less interested in me leaving is if someone would have flicked me off as they walked out. Oh my God. My, like, coworker who never picked a fight with me decided this was her day to, like, vent at me about everything she thought I wasn't, like, doing was annoying. Another girl told me I was awful before I left. Uh- but she had blue hair and never took a shower. So I was like, bitch, go find some soap before you <laughs> throw shade in this direction. She called you awful? She was like, you're an awful man. What? Yeah, because I told her, what did I say to her one oh, time? Oh, no, ben. I feel like this is about to become very deserved in about 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. No, I told her, because th- she was like a hypochondriac. She was like, Ben, I have like this disease. And I'd be like, you just, you what you have is like a lack of therapy in your life. Like I said something ben, like that. Ben, you can't say that to a woman with blue hair. It's I, already a she doesn't go to therapy like don't say that I was over it I didn't want to hear about Final Fantasy anymore and I had time for everyone that day hold on so you can't be surprised when she stops you on your last day and calls you awful oh I I didn't like her either though so that one of my other co-workers was like hey man I'm gonna miss you I was like I ain't gonna miss her stanking ass and they were all like because <gasps> she did smell really bad and we were all polite about it but anytime anyone got mad at her it would come up how bad she smelled <laughs> It was the first cheap <laughs> shot anyone pulled. Like it was, it was always right on the edge. Like she, because she wasn't fun to work with, so she would do something annoying, and someone would just come in the back and be like, "Dirty bitch, never even used a bar soap in her life." Like they throw something. <laughs> I'd be like, Jesus. I applied for a transfer to a different location at a different bank because the bank that I'm currently at is the worst in the city. Um, nice. I'm supposed to have. So I work the teller line. First of all, I'm not supposed to do that. I'm supposed to help people in an office. Um, But they're like, she's trained. So they throw me back there. I'm supposed to have someone to my left, someone to my right, and someone doing drive-thru. And it's just me. So I do, like, on average, like, 280 transactions a day. Nice. That's how you get good. Yep. And uh, that is very true. And uh, the branch is, that location is known uh, in the area as being like where Spanish speakers should go bank because there, everyone there but me speaks Spanish. Oh, no. So all these Spanish speakers come up to me and they start just saying like, hey, how you doing? I've learned 
how to say or how to understand when a Spanish speaker is like, hello, how are you doing today? Be, and then realizing, and then I'm like, oh, yeah, hey, how, hi. And I respond in English. They go, Spanish? Espanol? I go, no. They go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then sometimes they get really mad. This one time someone was like, do you speak Spanish? And I said, no. Do you speak any English? And they went, no. <laughs> I love, I love when people in America act pissed that like we're asking them to speak English. Yeah, yeah. Very, very like. To be fair, it's not like Americans don't do that when they go to any other country. That's why I'm saying saying it's refreshing to get it on the home turf where Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, this is nice. Like, I get why you wouldn't like us. You would say that and then it happens to you nine times in a row and the line goes out the door and someone's like, what's happening to Kai? And I'm like. Do you want to make a transfer or a withdrawal? What do you want? I'm My mom and me in the account. I don't care about your mom. I'm asking what you want to do. <laughs> I uh, That happened at Ikea a good amount. And mm-hmm. what I got good at doing was I would literally, I had a computer and I would just make them, I would, I knew how to say Mita, which is look. So I'd be like, Mita, 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 and I would just point at my computer, and you would always just see him get so pissed because they would turn the corner, and I'd Google Translate up, mm-hmm. and I'd just type out what I was saying. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I need to see your order number, please. And then I would just look at him like an idiot, <laughs> like, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. I know what puto means. Don't say that, please. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. You don't have an order number. You want me to load your car for you? Where is it? <laughs> no, typically uh, one of the Spanish speakers who, by the way, it's very funny because I run. Why with- are you doing all the transactions if this is like known as like the telenovela? Because she's the person that's there. Yeah, because <laughs> I am one of, I think, seven people who made it out of training and still currently work for that bank. Their ability to retain people is like astoundingly low and then their way of being like well the way we'll keep people is to guarantee they have a career with this company so then after you're done training which you're like which is never good that's like an abusive partner being like but i ain't never gonna leave right (laughs) so then like tomorrow i have to go into work 30 minutes early to be in a meeting with like 40 other people on like this side of the coast and they're like what are your action plans? And I'm like, what action plan? My action plan is to find a new job. That's my action plan. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you see yourself in five years? Not here. Right. Why am I getting yelled at in Spanish every day? Yeah. If you look at the flow chart, it goes right past bilingualism into a different career path. <laughs> well, it's just, it's just so, um, it's just very frustrating and very poorly random, whatever. Yes. But, uh, anywho, so, that's that's been that's been interesting. Uh, there were no Spanish, so there's me, uh, this other manager, and this other banker, and the three of us are the only non-Spanish speakers in the whole building. How non-Spanish speaker do y'all three look? One of us is named Rachel. The other oh. one is named Kai, and the other one, the other one uh, has uh, is he's like half Filipino or or something like that. Oh, so he gets the worst. Probably. Yeah, he, they're just mad at him. Yeah, um, and then it's me. <laughs> that and then, to Josh a lot too. Constantly. <laughs> yeah. Like, no Spanish. Fuck you. Pretty <laughs> much. Like- pretty much. Yeah. So it is. It is. Uh, one, I feel bad because, like, I would love to make it easier for them. And I know that people come here b- 
because they know that they they have there's a Spanish speaker that can help them with what they need to do. That's yep. literally why they come to this exact location. And then I'm like two weeks in, I'm like, hola. <laughs> <laughs> Me, I'm okay. How are you? It means pure Blanco. Can I get your card? <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> And then there's always a moment where I'm like, I hand them the receipt and they look at me and I go, good? <laughs> and they go, good. I go, okay. And then they always, they go to the side and they count every single dollar I've given them. Because I don't, the, also the way that they write it down, this man was asking for like $690. He wrote six decimal 90. So I was like, he wants $6.90? Why is there a decimal? That's what I said. So I talked to one of my Spanish speakers. I was like, I'm going to need you to, because I just take a post note. I just write the number and I put it up against my aquarium glass and I go, <laughs> this point. You are literally silent movie banking right now. Yeah. I just like a slide is coming up and it's like, do you need dollars? Yes. And then you do like a lot of physical act outs. I So I have a cheat sheet I made for myself and people are like, that's cute. And I'm like, you don't know though fucking half of it so i have it in my little in my little cubby and it says like all these like please insert your card into the machine are you making a withdrawal are you uh are you doing a transfer all this and i just write it on the post-it i go see (laughs) are you doing this because i can't pronounce it really well oh that (laughs) even funnier if you just tried to read it with your dyslexia no that's why i have to write it down flopping hard like you you call someone's mom a goat whore and then they're like and then you're like yes (laughs) i do have written down have a good day but i'm too scared to say it so (laughs) when like a spanish speaker leaves i like look at my line and go <laughs> Whisper. <laughs> just to be like, were they reading lips the whole time? Because I'm too scared to commit. Um, and then uh, one of the one of the non-Spanish speakers saw my little flashcard, and he was like, "Oh, like doesn't that mean pretty in Spanish?" And uh, my assistant manager, who speaks fluent Spanish, she's wonderful, was in the middle of like a really complicated thing. And he just keeps bugging her, and he's like, here, it goes through all of his Spanish words he knows. He's like, I know this means good, and this means beautiful, and this means this. And I turned to him. Somebody needs to get him in a headlock. Oh, he's the worst. And I turned to him. By the way, he got Chick-fil-A for everybody. Well, he's not that bad. No, no, no. Let me finish. Oh, no. How do you mess that up? He got Chick-fil-A for everybody. And he's like, I'm just going to split it between everyone. I'm like, did everyone get a meal? It was like, I think so. And I was like, no, no, no. I, this girl goes to Chick-fil-A. I was like, look, I know what my meal costs, and I'll give him some extra because he drove and whatever. And he goes, yeah, it's going to be $17 even. I was like, for a number one no pickle? Like, I fully turned around and said that, and he was shocked that I would be like, what? He was like, yeah, that's like when you split it between everyone. Like, I paid for so-and-sos and whatever. No, he didn't. He's making all of us pay for so-and-sos. <laughs> so it's my meal, his gas, and another person's food. And I was like, it took everything in me not to be like, sir, you're a fucking rip off. <laughs> That's when you just send a like send the Venmo of exactly the price of nope. a number one meal and never and just look him dead in the eyes as you send it. I would love to, but I, I my transfer hasn't been approved yet, so I gotta play nice. But Yeah. <laughs> God if that wasn't me. So my last day at IKEA, mm-hmm. I didn't have to play nice. There have been things I'd been biting my tongue on with customers for 
millennia. Mm-hmm. I was literally like, you know, in like movies, like, you know, in office space where he gets hypnotized and mm-hmm. then the guy has a heart attack. So he just doesn't give a fuck. Right. That was me. Like people would walk up and like at Ikea, I had to ask for their order number. Right. And people would do this thing that drove me crazy where they would just like they would point the paper at me. Ugh. So I'm like, hey, are you here to pick up an order? And then they just turn the paper. And then I like looked one guy dead in the eye and went, so do you want me to pick it out or what? Like I just said that. And he was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, Ugh. like I did that. And then I walked away. <laughs> <laughs> Another person literally went like, like this was funny. So the day before my last day, it was like the universe sent me like the final Ikea boss. It was a woman. Uh, she had a fanny pack. She had ponytails. This would all be cute if she wasn't 65 and looked like the one Manson family member that didn't catch charges. Mm -hmm. So like life had been rough on her. She runs up and you can just tell a difficult person by the moment they come up or she absolutely immediately is annoyed. Right. She's like, I don't know if I'm even supposed to be here, but maybe you can help. She did that. And I, and in my head, I just wanted to be like, I can't, I can't help. And she made the mistake of catching my last weekend. Because normally, you know, I'd, oh, I'd suck that dick. I'd be on my hands and knees. I'd be using their ball skin to catch shower water. I'd be Hells yeah, listen to the previous episode. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be going crazy. But this week, you know, she caught me like eight months into the relationship where I know we've gotten too codependent for me to like need to do that for a while. Mm-hmm. So I ain't sucking nothing. Wait, so, your codependency, you work less? Yeah. Wow. My codependency is usually me being like, oh, it's finally gotten better. Don't fuck it up, Kai. <laughs> like working more. Can't well, relate. Ben's the toxic one. Oh, uh, okay. Yes. I, uh, yeah, I'm the one getting manipulated to work more. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, got yeah. it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> so to clarify in our own relationships, because the way you said that made it sound like we were dating. It is scary. <laughs> it did make us sound like we were compatible, codependent people, but we're nope, just siblings. Did it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben. Yeah. Ben because that's how you guys acted when you guys lived together as children and you carry that behavior into life. So you do kind of become. All oh, right, of, Josh, who cares? Ben, keep going. Man, call the gay for police. We got a repeat oh, offender. Someone oh. stranded fucking psychoanalyzed me on my comedy podcast. No, thank Ooh, you. I wear glasses. Anyway, you're actively wearing glasses. No, I'm not. Is that what your dumb friends told you? Anyway, <laughs> are you my dumb friends? Cause you told me that. Uh, 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 I know you're, but what am I? So I'm, <laughs> I hate that that worked. I hate that it it worked in the sense that it it disarmed him immediately and he was like, what a charming man. (laughs) That's how I've avoided getting my ass whooped my whole life. Yeah. It's just committing to the dumbest bit in the middle of confrontation. The amount of times someone has been like, you're just talking about my girlfriend, motherfucker. I'd be like, your mom. And I just walk away. (laughs) Did he just, your mom? And I'm like, whew, skin of my teeth on that one. <laughs> like when I got around the corner. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. she walks up. Fanny pack, by the way, is dead center. Not cool to the side. Not like worn as a shoulder pack. This is this is for all the hate of years and years of her yoga studio not taking off. Right. So she walks up, immediately starts complaining. And what she's complaining about, like we legit at Ikea couldn't do anything. Like it was a delivery thing. So she's complaining to me, and I go, well, yeah, I mean, we wouldn't be able to do that. And then she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, I mean, I've tried to do it for customers in the past. It's not my rule. I don't think it's cool, but, like, we can't do it. 
And then she just starts yelling and ye- like she starts getting more agitated. She's like, so you're telling me I have to pay an extra hundred dollars to get this stuff back here to return it. And it took everything in me in that moment not to go like, well, if you weren't like this to everybody, you might have some friends to help you. So, <laughs> oh, my God, Ben. <laughs> Did you say that? I got close, but she cut me off before I really got to give her it. And she was like, can I get a manager? She hit me with one of those. And mm-hmm. I went, sure, I don't care. And I just walked away. Yeah. And then she got in a fight with a Russian guy who's a repeat customer there that has a red hot chili peppers arm tattoo. And he called her a bitch. <laughs> and, I went, wow. I, and I loved it because I'd been nice to that guy. And we had talked about bands before. And I was like, standing up for me. It's Ivan. So that was fun. But my last day. This is this this was my final boss for real. Mm-hmm. So where I worked at IKEA, there's an area where you got to wear steel toes because there's tons of things that could, you know, there's like forklifts and heavy boxes and like, you know, a lot of people back there just lifting heavy shit. Right. It could do tons of stuff. It could break your toe, it could break your arm. It could kill a child. So what does a child do? They always want to go back there. Right. Because they just see this wide open area and they're like, oh my gosh. Well, I children know love forklifts. Here's the thing. One. <laughs> that is science. Yeah. Children children love forklifts. I blame Transformers because every young boy has been indoctrinated to think that every motor vehicle is a friend waiting to happen. And, and they're always so such bright colors so that you can see them when they're going through the factory way too fast and trying to run your coworkers over. Yeah. Every forklift driver is bad at it. There's not a single good forklift driver. God, and they all act like they did fucking tours in Vietnam when they got their whatever license it is. It's just a certification. It's like a three-hour class. Yes. Oh, I'm aware. Yeah, Kai, you could be a forklift driver. Anyone can be forklift certified. It's just companies don't want to pay for it, Mm. so they don't certify their employees. But if 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 you're really fucking annoying and you spend one Saturday paying for your own cert, you could get you could be forklift certified. It's not hard. Here's the thing: when you were like, children love forklifts. I was like, children and Kai. I would <laughs> yeah, love everyone. Everyone loves forklifts. I would no one dislikes a forklift. A forklift. That is facts. I've never been a single person that wasn't a little stoked to see a forklift. Like especially if you see it moving in the wild, everyone's like, oh fuck. Or if you just see so one much. with the keys and like, oh, I can drive it. Yeah, dude, they busted out the forklift for this one. Like you're at like a club. Yeah, <laughs> someone just pulled up in a forklift. My, you'd be like, that guy fucks. I have a very visceral memory of uh, people at our dad. Our dad's church is huge, and so forklifts are involved in how they make the sets. They lead worship too. There was the forklift Easter play where everyone had a forklift. There's a full forklift lift section since then because everyone just wants to bring their forklift, but we're like, only seven. Yeah. Right, right. It's it's designated forklift parking on the left side. Mm-hmm, next to the golf carts. Yeah. And no, but there was a forklift and someone had tied ropes to it because I think they were trying to lift something up. And I was like, swing, fuck yeah. So I got on this rope and... And the forklift started to teeter and toddle. And there's like a 30% chance I could have been forklifted to death at the tender age of nine. But I was just what like. I guarantee that was not a forklift. That was definitely a scissor lift. Yeah, kind of. It had the two prong. And it, went, it should not have been wobbling that much. Two prong, man. It's going up really high. And then there were ropes. And then I was like. I mean, I was a little chonky at, at like twelve. <laughs> yeah, but you lift <laughs> like thousands of pounds with them. Yeah, there were. I think well, the bars that were the the machine that where people sit wasn't tottering. 
the actual like little forks. Oh, okay. That were lifted, did a little teeter totter. Oh, but well, it, you would have been fine. Yeah, you were just falling off. Ty, you're not a thousand pounds. Well, it was spooky. Shut, <laughs> shut up. All right. Anyway, so so another kid felt like he had. You shut up. Yeah. You I shut up. Oh yeah. You shut up. Oh, shut up. Are you having flashbacks to your forklift trauma? Neither of you shut up because this is an audio medium (laughs) and continue telling stories. Anyway, so this young boy runs, right? It's literally like, you know, like in uh, Lord of the Rings, the Twin Towers, or Two Towers, sorry, whoops. (laughs) (laughs) Gandalf's just there and he's being like, Bush did it. And like Frodo's like, no. There's a lot of fire. Yeah, he takes he puts the ring on and Dick Cheney's there. Like mm-hmm. Dick Cheney's the Nazgul and he's mm-hmm. like <laughs> There's a little child running into a forklift. Is that what you're going with? Yeah, this? but in the scene where like the orc is like gonna blow up the wall. That's oh, what I see. Oh yes, you see the so slow he's, like, motion. Running in slow-mo, mm-hmm. but like just picture like a short kid and he's all like ha, ha. so he's doing that annoying kid run where like their arms are all out because like they still need the balance. And they're giggling because the, and the dad's not air tickles effective. them. The dad, I'll just say it, and I'm, I don't know where he's from, so if, if anyone listening is like, how can you say this character? Disney released it. Get mad at them. He looked like if Jafar like successfully ran like a cell phone business. Like live action Jafar or animated Jafar? Animated Jafar. Like, okay. he, had, he had like the pointy nose and like the hard fucking evil villain I eyes. I don't know if we need to talk about his nose. That could Jafar's get little... nose is very pointy. It Jafar's is pointy nose, nose is comedic. Jafar's mm-hmm. nose is not racial. That's like a whole, that's like an animated thing. <laughs> so anyway, so Jafar and Jafar Jr. start running into the forklift zone and I checked, neither of them had on steel toes. <laughs> So I'm trying to get the kid's attention and I'm doing, you know, like the, uh, 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 you know, like I'm doing that voice. Like I'm not being like, Hey, you little brat. Cause it's a little kid. I'm like, yeah, I like forklifts too. Right. So I go, uh, 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 like, Hey, Hey, Hey man. Like try and get his like attention. Mm -hmm. The dad turns around and goes, Hey man, he's just a kid. Ben, you're yelling into the mic. And getting closer while doing it. Yeah. You're literally doing the exact opposite of what you need to be doing. Guys, I've been trying to not move. This entire time. Okay, but your neck, which is attached to your mouth, which is making the noise, keeps getting closer to the microphone. Because you guys yell at me when I get far away. 100% not yelling. It is us giving you critical, like, critical comments to make this podcast better. That's not a yell. You guys are yelling at me, and now I'm going to yell too. So. If you do yell, move back away from from your mic. You ready to see this? No. no, I'm not. I'm We're, just asking you to Can do this, this please not be a petty thing and just It's not be, a petty thing. It's me showing off that I know how a mic works. I was in you? an unsuccessful band for five years. Yes, get ready. So anyway, so he runs through and, you know, my tone is very like, hey, hey, stop. It's literally like that. It's like not very effective. The kid could have died, but I, you know, it's covering my own ass. Mm-hmm. He, this, Jafar turns to me. <laughs> You know, his 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 snake staff turned as well. And right. like all four made eye contact. Mm-hmm. And he, no lie, goes, hey, man, he's just a kid. He like hits me with one of those. Mm-hmm. And it, I don't know if you've ever had someone be this aggressive when you're trying to help them. Yes. That like it shocks you. It happened to me like 30 seconds ago when I told you about the mic. Yeah, I know. Oh, like- that was nothing. <laughs> no. I wish Jafar had been that passive aggressive. <laughs> I can handle that. Sure. That level of which is, I don't need a genie for that. I've had our mother. I'm like, whatever. No, right. I'm playing. But so I'm like, huh? Like, I like immediately just throw my hands up as like, what the? Mm-hmm. And then he starts losing his shit on me. 
And the only way I can describe it, it was like if his kid had fallen off the Titanic mm-hmm. and I had tried to reach for him and he'd like slap my hand and be like, you don't want to let my kid swim? Like it was that level of like paradoxical <laughs> anger. Yeah. Where I'm like, he doesn't even want floaties. Like, <laughs> yes. So he's screaming at me, top of his lungs. And he's not getting like kind of mad. He's like, you stay right there, which I know. To you? To me. Not the children running? The kid, I don't know, he's going to go fucking stick his face against the cinnamon roll machine or something. He was not looked after correctly. He keeps yelling at me like, you stay right there, right there. And I'm just like, you know, I'm like kind of like doing the like sideways head tilt. Like when a dog's barking at you and you're like, are you going to bite me? Right. So he walks away and I was, I didn't know what to say. So I just started trying customer service phrases. Mm -hmm. Like when you forget your email password and you're like, let's see if it's this one. So I went, I apologize. Like I said it like that. <laughs> and he literally went like, I accept your apology. And then just walked away. And it was it was the most <laughs> insanely unnecessarily tense 30 seconds of my whole life. Right. And then like, yeah. So that that was like the craziest part of the last day at Ikea. The meanest thing I said was a young man walked up and he looked like a Post Malone had bought his whole outfit at Ross and had never figured out he could sing like that. Mm-hmm. And we were closed. And what will happen at Ikea, and if you do this, you're filth. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you should be allowed to vote or have land mm-hmm. or children. Mm-hmm. And definitely not hot dogs. Because these people also always complain that the restaurant is closed. Because guess what? The store is. We don't have Club Ikea going on late night as much as I would love that. So he comes up. We're clearly closed. And he goes, man, I feel really bad making you all stay late. Ha, ha, ha. And I looked him right in the eyes and went, no, you, f- no. I said, like, no, you fucking don't. And then I just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> and there was, like, this clear sign of, like, the Matrix broke for him for a sec. Right. <laughs> Where he was, like, <gasps> like, he got, like, legitimately terrified. I do think that, like, uh, anyone who does any level of customer service, always be kind to them. Always say please. Always say thank you. And check if it's their last day. Yeah. Because that's when you get the rogue ones. How do you check if it's their last day? Like, do you just go up to every, like, uh, I- Ikea employee, like, hey, you quitting soon? <laughs> well, the answer for all of them is always yes. <laughs> just so you know, turnover's crazy. I guess you should treat everyone like it's their last day, Josh. If today was your last day. I mean, day. to be fair, I'm not horrible to people. Sometimes I do something that I don't... Uh, like realizes a bad thing, mm-hmm. but most of the time I'm like, are you like Kai where you immediately call attention to it? Yeah. We are like, no. man, I was super rude to that Ikea guy. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I don't think I, I'm going to be a little self-aware of that moving forward after <laughs> that last episode. I think honestly, this is awful, but I do think it comes from doing stand up, which is that like, you have to let people know that, you know, it's bad. So like if you're in like, an outdoor, you're doing an outdoor show or like the audience is small or uh, someone just smashed something or there's a drunk person. The way that you maintain control of the room is identifying what's wrong with the room and being like, I see it. And then you go back to your stuff. Yeah. But that is not real life. No. In real life, you should keep things to yourself. You are not Seinfeld. I'm not George yet. I'm getting there. You are. I've been throwing on some pounds. <laughs> I'm always cranky. I do think Josh is our lane. Josh is definitely lame. Yeah. You're not Kramer. You're no. Not I know Kramer. I'm not Kramer. I DJ just... is Kramer. Yes. DJ is he is capital K Kramer. He's got the fit. You know what? To be fair, you and DJ have switched places. Yeah. 
DJ used to be hard George energy, and mm-hmm. as we've gotten older, I've 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 grabbed the mantle. Yeah, <laughs> I go to the same restaurants. I'm constantly complaining. No one's fucking me. You've like, got circle glasses. Yeah, I have circle <laughs> glasses. I'm balding. Like I just leaned in. DJ has a big afro of hair, and he's always gawking around. Like DJ you know. does walk into places, say something insane, and like not feel shame about it, and then just and walk then out. leave. Yeah. And then have a crazy... No, I'm Newman. Let's be real. Because Kramer and Newman are really close. I'm yeah. just Newman. <laughs> Guy, you're Jerry. I am Jerry. Hello, Benjamin. Yeah. You and I have newman each other on several occasions. Hello, Newman. Yeah. But anyway, this was my other favorite thing I did at Ikea. Oh, okay. And here's what blue collar work did to me. Blue collar work has a unique effect on all men, right? Mm-hmm. Some it makes them go to drink. Others it makes them go to smoke. Me, it turned me into the high school bullies I used to have to deal with. Because I got real good at loading cars, and I got real fucking judgmental if you couldn't load your own as a man. like <laughs> I didn't even mean to do it. I would just say shit. Like, I would be like... Ain't that heavy, bud. I said that to people like a couple times as I one handed through a couch in their like pickup. Mm-hmm. And this one guy was my last day. who's was being so fucking annoying because I'm not supposed to load. Mm-hmm. I'm click and collect. I did my time. That's cart boys. I know cart boy no more. <laughs> I, I ain't a click and collect person no more. But I went out on my shield. I went out click and click. So he's just whining and complaining and he's being such a little bitch. And I was finally like, okay. Like, I, you know, like when you're like complaining to your mom as a kid and they say, OK, in a way that you're like, I'm about to get what I want. And also my ass whooped. Yeah. <laughs> like yep. you're about to throw the milk at me. It's like when you <laughs> it's like when you can't find something and you're like trying to get them to come over here, trying to get them because they know exactly where it is. Like if they just step two steps, they can find what you're needing and you just can't find it. And then you hear the move and you're like. I am about to get this granola bar, but it's also going to get shoved right up my ass. Like <laughs> That's one way to get your fiber. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to get a fucking Quaker Oats colonoscopy in the next 30 seconds because I want to be cute with it. So what, you help, You just helped like some femboy get a f- No, so car? I get out there and his wife, and I'm being mean to him. Like I'm being like, like, like he was like, hey, I'm really sorry. And I just literally went like, you're not. Like, and then I just pushed it. And I was like, it's I my- don't know if you're the good guy in these Ikea I'm not. stories. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You have to remember, almost all of Ben's stories, he's the bad guy. That's yeah. true. <laughs> I'm That's true. Newman. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I push it out and, and I get out to his car. And then the evil side of Ben really started cranking because his wife doesn't know I've been a dick. He knows I don't want to do this. Mm -hmm. And I start formulating a way to really ruin this couple Saturday. So I start giving her the best customer service I've ever given anybody. Oh, Benjamin. I'm like helping him load. I'm helping him back up while he's backing up. I'm like doing little jokes. I'm like probably his first time driving this minivan, right? It's all good. We've all had our first. Come on, bud. You're doing good, bud. I start laying it (laughs) on. She's laughing at all my jokes. I clearly look good. You know, I just trimmed my beard up. It was my last day. I was going out cute. As he goes to pick it up by himself, I go, well, hey, don't hurt yourself, man. And one hand, get it in the car for him. Oh, my God. Oh. And his wife goes, wow, you must do this a lot. And I just saw the complete murder like cross this man's face. Benjamin. And then. I worry. And then I got the other box in there. And he was like, at this point, furious, like. 
they had a little hanging down TV thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, ma'am, I wouldn't want to break the TV. And he goes, it's already broken. Like he said that. Right? <laughs> I can tell I snapped his confidence. So I get it and I close it. And I'm like, wow, man, it all fit. Y'all have a great day. Thanks for choosing Ikea. And I walked away. Like, I gave him literally, like, the horror movie, like, credits roll look back as she turned around and just walked into Ikea. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm glad you don't do that job anymore, man. Yeah, me either. Now I've moved on to something far more lucrative. Teaching karate to blind children. Hells, yeah. (laughs) It's a pretty easy class. They're actually pretty good. They can hear the punches as they're being thrown. I'm like, watch out, Daredevil. And I just spin kick a blind (laughs) six-year-old. Teach him that it... That is actually Daredevil. The kid actor for... I love the... The point of Daredevil is one blind man teaches a blind kid how to fight. And it's just <laughs> two blind people in a room punching at each other. But the, the punches land. no one land. to break it up. No yeah. one's like, are those two blind guys trying to beat the fuck out of each other? No, they're just amazed that they're actually connecting. Yeah. Damn, that blind, that blind guy can punch like a motherfucker. Both of them are very good. How... Is it like a blind telepathy thing? Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Yes. <laughs> like two blind people fighting would be a lot of like grabbing until they like latch on and then it's just a hockey fight. Oh, for sure. Yeah. They, you would need that first point of contact. You know, I, I feel like if a blind person came to fight me, I would just duck. <laughs> you just no. back up slowly. Mm-hmm. Here's what blind people have, though. And I've seen it in numerous World Star videos. If you hit a blind person, anyone around you. Is gonna beat your fucking ass. Oh well, yeah, Benjamin. I'm sure. So I'm saying this to all of our listeners because I know everyone's walking around. They're like, I could beat a blind guy's ass. You might. <laughs> but then the 15 my, people that I know just it, saw you assault a blind man. Yeah. will beat your ass. Yeah, yeah. And I know everyone listening, our longtime listeners. I'm not gonna drop any names, but some of Kai's friends. They live in New York. I know they're just walking around right now wishing to fight a blind person. Right, okay. Don't check, don't All write checks that you can't cash because Kai doesn't speak in, or Spanish. <laughs> don't do it. That was hurtful. <laughs> I did have a man, this man walked into the bank. He throws because there's just a little slot at my oh, window. Isn't that the worst start to any customer service he, experience? He runs into the bank and... Uh, How fast? Uh, abrasive. Like Do you running have from door? people fast or like. So here's the thing. I will. So you have this money drawer. You have two drawers and one drawer has to be very organized. Both of them have to be very organized because you're dealing with like thousands and thousands of dollars. You don't want to lose track of anything. So you constantly have to reorganize your door because all the trash people of Tampa just give me sewage covered bills and are like, none of it's organized. Have fun. Yeah, You're like, it's, it's all, it's, it's their weekly check from working for the penguin. He's like, all right, fellas. And remember <laughs> next week we're having Bill's birthday. If right. Batman doesn't break it up, bring a covered dish. That was a lot of bees. You just said out loud. <laughs> I'm the penguin. Also, there's been complaints about our 401k plan. I know we're constantly getting batteranged off of roofs. So if we could just, all gathered together, we're going to have Ted from HR meet y'all down the sewer. All right, have a good day. Everyone waddle on. <laughs> no, I... Yeah, I was working for Joker before this, and I'm I'm just going to say, you want to talk shit show? We didn't have a fucking savings plan. <laughs> so I did have a man give me $2,000 nice. in just what smelled like he had put it in the weed bag itself. That's a good day. And so I'm, I counted it all up. I give it back. He goes... I'm going to need a check. I go, what? He's like, I'm going to need a check. 
I need a check. And I was like, do you have a checkbook? He's like, no, I just need a check. I'm like, do you need a cashier's check? That's a check that you can go into a bank. The bank will write a check for you. Some banks charge. We do, unless you're part of the rewards program, whatever. So I like tell him about it. Hold on. Banks have rewards programs? Mm -hmm. That's more than I have a card at this bank? Correct. So if you have a certain amount, not really, actually, it's really lucrative, especially for like credit cards and loans and any of it. Uh, If you have a certain amount of money consistently in your savings and your checking, uh, you just get automatically put in this rewards program. And then it's for people who like really bank, like business owners, everything. It's it's yay. Um, But for like the average person, you're like you just get gouged by like overdraft fees and like cashier check charges and cash checks and all of it. Um, so that's why they're like, but we're helping people. And I'm like, I think you're stealing. And they're like, ah, you get paid. I go, okay. Yeah. And, hey, uh, Kai, does the check clear? And shut the fuck up. Yeah. You're like, okay. And I'm like, I'm just glad I have direct deposit. <laughs> so I don't have to go into a fucking bank. <laughs> that, that had to be sad back in the day. If you hated working at the bank. Yes. Being like, I would like my check. I would like to now cash my check. Right? <laughs> yeah. So this You can't just put it in my account, huh? All right, here we go. <laughs> oh, this guy was like, I need a cashier's check. I'm like, yeah, no worries. Like, I, you could come in. I could do that for you at any time. He's like, okay, I don't have time today. He's like, I got to pay off some uh, parole stuff. I got in trouble for selling some grass. And I was like, interesting, as like my aquarium is filled <laughs> up with like fucking weed smell. Like, every time I open the drawer, like the weed smell is in the cash. And so, like, it's in my top drawer. So that's what I give to people in the cash. Oh, checks. no. So they so just I- think American. Or, uh, um, uh, we'll American that. dollars uh, <laughs> smell like weed. Yeah. So I just, I gave this old lady it and I, I, I usually ask, like, would you like an envelope? I'm just shoving shit in envelopes. So when they get to their car, they're like, no, you're putting it in a like plastic baggie and like twisting it. Like, <laughs> yeah. selling grams. You're like, all right, here you go, miss. But I, I didn't, this old lady was like, I don't need an envelope. I'm like, are you sure? Like, I'm already, I mean, oh, it's already in one. She's what? like, take it out of the envelope. Give me my money. <laughs> and I go, okay. Did so, she then condescendingly count the money in front of you? Every time. I, I, oh, that would drive me so crazy. Every time. So, like, I'm supposed to, like, you can count it back for people. and But then if you do that, then they think I'm being condescending. So I, I put it in my money machine. I point at the machine. People can see it. I go, you have a good, I repeat the amount. One time, two times, three times. I give it back to them. And then, uh, so she's counting it. And as she's counting it, she, she's, she goes, she holds it right up to her nose. Goes, she puts it down. She goes, 20, 40, 61. The Federal Reserve has changed. <laughs> <laughs> and walks away. And I didn't know how to politely be like, actually, that's not our money. Someone came in earlier. But then also I'm like, I don't need her to know that I know what that smells like. Like I just, just She knew what it smells like. Yes. Myrtle's but, trying to act all coy, but she was like The Federal Reserve well, she's on has medical. changed. Yeah, yeah. She's like, the Federal Reserve is Selling some mid ass shit. This <laughs> yeah, is, yeah. But that was uh, this guy ran in and he's like, "I got to make a deposit." And I was like, "Oh, okay. this wasn't this wasn't Weed Man. This wasn't Weed Man." Uh, okay. Again, two hundred eighty transaction. I talked to two hundred eighty people, and one out of the two hundred eighty, I'm like, "This is for the podcast." <laughs> so <laughs> the this- rest of them, you're like, "No say, no say." <laughs> Mayamo Kylo Siento <laughs> transfer or withdrawal. You can't learn those words in Spanish. Trans- Retiro, 
O, which is or. O, w- withdrawal. <laughs> withdrawal. No, here's, here's what actually happened is that I wrote down my little flashcards. I was like, I've nailed it. I'm going to be so much more productive. This is great. And I, the first three people I tried it with, they laughed right in my face and went, is okay. And then went back to speaking <laughs> Spanish to me. So it's not helpful. It's not what they actually want. They just want things to be done their way. Um, you gotta say, lo siento, mi español es muy malo, which is, I'm sorry, my Spanish is really bad. Yeah, That's I do I say, learned. I say, lo siento, I go, uh, un momento, and, and and then, but I, I learned French in college, so I only know how to pronounce things like in the French way, which is not the Spanish way. Almost entirely wrong. Correct. So, and, and, like, even in French is probably wrong. Well, thanks, Josh. You're going to get one French. No, just the French language. This isn't you speaking it. Yeah, that's true. One French person's going to come in one day and try to cash in, I don't know, six baguettes. What do they do over there? (laughs) (sighs) If you're listening to this and you're French, I'm not scared of you. Like, you're more than welcome to pull up. I don't even know. Come up in your horizontally striped shirt and your weird beret on your Vespa. Yeah, literally no one's... You invented cheese. We're not scared. Anyway. Fromage. Yeah. Yeah. I had a crush on a girl at college, and she told me when she went overseas for her French uh, study abroad, mm-hmm. she had to take a whole class on cheese. And I said out loud, that is not a country that will survive a hundred more years. <laughs> like us. Here's the thing, though. That's true. Like, they really, the cheese, and I, I was in my French class in college, and we did do a whole chapter on fromage, and was there a chapter on protests? Don's fromage in cheese? No, but no, I just just protests in general because that's all the French do. It's cheese and protests. Yeah, and naps. Big nap culture. I'm just like, how did you all dominate so hard at any point in history? Because like you look at French culture and like, if in Paris, if- okay, I, we're not going off on the French. <laughs> What? Well, you're showing your loyalties. Jeez, Kai. I love that Coldplay cover. And um, Viva, Viva La, you know, it's a French painting in the Coldplay cover. No. Maybe we should We don't know, just move on. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's more embarrassing than defending the French. It was all embarrassing. Start to finish. This guy runs up. He goes, I'm making a deposit. I'm like, great, I'm going to need you to make a deposit slip. He goes, What? And I go, yeah, you got to, you know, please write down your, your name and your address and the amount, total amount you're depositing. And he goes, why do you need my address? And I was oh, like. Oh, that's the worst. And I was like, technically I need everything on this form, but uh, your address is what I do to identify that this is your account. I need this for my records. Please write down your address. And he goes, do you know how many houses I have as a 53-year-old man? I don't even know. I was like, you're homeless? You don't have an address? He goes, what? I'm like, how do you get bail? Where do you send Amazon packages? That address. Write it down. He goes, you write it down. I go, and I, was ten, I gave him his money back. I went, I'll take it back when that's written. Did he power. write it? Thank you. Pure power. Thank you. Did he write it? He wrote, fuck you on the deposit slip. <laughs> <laughs> See, I I wanted you to be the winner in this story, Kai. I really did. 
but I, I can't take that W away from this man. He 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 ran your shit. Like you, did he depo- did you deposit the money? I legally have to. I, <laughs> <laughs> so I I just I took it and I went. You forgot to say Avenue, and then I I yeah you really got him. Yeah, I, I got his ass. Back there. But it was it was beautifully written. Fuck you. Uh, and I was like, okay. And then <laughs> that's, that's a- I, I did the deposit and <laughs> I did the deposit and then I'm holding on to his, at, I'm holding on. I did the deposit. He can't see that what I'm doing and I finished the deposit and then I just look at my screen for a long time. He goes, what's wrong? I go, excuse me. Sorry, done. Sorry, finished. I'm just looking at the screen. He goes, I need to go. I go, well, hold on. Just waiting, waiting. And then I write down his address on a new deposit slip and I go, please sign this with the one that doesn't have swears on it because we scan everything at the end of the day. You should have just scanned the fuck. (laughs) That's what he wrote. Like, they're like. And he he writes it down. He went, You had my address the whole time? And I said, You had your address the whole time. Have a good day. (laughs) Just gave him his receipt. But yes, the, the you lost that one. I, I know, know I did. I know, like at the end of the story, we're supposed to be like good revenge, but there was no good revenge. There's, there's man, no comeback from that. No. Any man that could be like, oh, okay, sure, and just go <laughs> fuck, fuck you. you and flick it. At, that's that's not someone you're gonna win an argument with. He had so much money his in his account. <laughs> I mean, he had so much. <laughs> and I was like, fuck. Yeah, he, he had enough houses to forget an address. Here's he wasn't bluffing. That's the sad part. You got flexed on. So who is he? Sammy Hagar? It like, was who is insane. This? It was actually just Tom Brady. It's yeah. who Andrew Tate thinks he is. Like, yeah. Yeah, for real. Right. Jesus. So, you know, that was probably the rudest person I've ever encountered. And I I was like That's so I'm sorry, I'm I root for him. No, I want him to come to more banks. I, I went into the safety deposit box because I was so angry. <laughs> Did you and start ripping up money? It's <laughs> all fake. I will say I I did so I there was one day I think I did like 375 transactions. It was crazy. Jesus. I, yeah, they worked me like a horse there and um a horse with thumbs and so You feel I, good about that one? Nope. That's why <laughs> I wanted to keep going and you wouldn't let me. So I was just really really brain dead. It was just we've all had hard days like work like that. And I was out at a comedy show, and we did a tip bucket, and they were like, Kai, can you count the money? You work at a bank. Oh, no. And they gave me a bucket full of of dollars, and I went, if I have to touch money, I'll cry. And I just gave it back to them. (laughs) And they went, oh, oh, uh. (laughs) (laughs) Counted it for me. Their form was terrible, but I was like, yeah. See, I love counting money. So Mm. when I was working at Ikea and they put me on cash, I never let anyone, because I was taught you're supposed to count it in front of them so they can't get you on quick change shit. See, we record everything. So we don't. So I would always be like, I would I would just pull out the money and I would do the like stack it in their hand thing. Like, like I'd be like, okay. Like, and I'd do it that way. Mm-hmm. And that always worked. My favorite, I think I've told this story, right? The story about how my manager who's Belgian had to handle a Spanish. Yeah. I, I got so distracted with the bank stuff. I need to tell an actual story uh, of what I wanted to talk about this week. Hold on. Let me see where we're at with time. Oh, perfect. Okay. I was coming out of a Publix and say that again. I was coming out of your mom. I mean, you did. Correct. We are siblings. <laughs> I was there. It. Do you want to say the sentence that actually had words that matter she in said it? Publix. 
Yeah, there are two bees in there. Publix. You can public lick my ass. And <laughs> I was coming out of public. Josh, don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't laugh or lick don't my tell ass. tell me what to do. No one's licking anyone's ass on this podcast, uh, Kai. Okay, Benjamin. Okay. Like, you've never said anything close to I that. I don't even swear. Roll this footage. <laughs> I'm not going to bring it back up, but you can just go back to like, I don't know, 10 minutes in this episode. Mm-hmm. The first 10 minutes of this episode was probably just been swearing. Right. Yeah. You guys or any t- other episode when he says shit at least 15 times. When he talks about physical, actual shit, we can we can do that. Look, I'm not I'm not going to let this slander take me down. It's I not slander. Slander has to be false. Well, you'll be hearing from my lawyer. It's a Shih Tzu poodle and I bought him a tuxedo for this. Oh my god, Toby would look so cute in a tuxedo. Right now he's a little chubby. He would look pretty bad. Our parents are making well, you our get, dog like an fat. old country lawyer that's like wait, like has Way just a big man too fat. Those are my favorite lawyers. Where it'll be like you hurt, we fight, and you can tell the sleeve can't go up any higher. Mm-hmm. It made it like three rolls up the wrist, and you're just like two. That. Josh, it went up two. It doesn't <laughs> it get to that third. It went up two, and it's cutting off circulation. Like his arm is like sheet white. Yeah. Oh, completely. I am coming out of Publix mm-hmm. and I am going towards my car and I see that this older woman, probably like late 30s, nice. is leaning on the trunk of my car in what can only be described as an early 2000s hooker outfit. Titties are out, ass is out, heels are higher than my tires. Okay. Wow. So I'm walking up to her and I was like, what is that woman doing on the car? I was like, what is she doing on my car? And I was like, okay. So I'm, I'm walking towards her. She makes eye contact to me like, okay, hey. I don't know why this girl's looking at me, but like, hey. And I was like. <laughs> She's acting like you're the weirdo. Yeah, completely. I love that. Yeah. So I'm getting closer and closer. I was like, all right, all right. Now I'm like 20 feet away, 10 feet away. I'm like about to get into the front seat. I go, hello. She goes, Hi. I go, okay, and I un- I, t- I take out my car key, I unlock my car, and the, the lights turn on, she goes, who gave you those keys? And I go, what? She goes, yeah, whose keys are those? I go, mine, this is my car. And she she props up, and I was her fake tits basically hit her in the chin. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's, so she's knocked out, so you have, to, you, have to, you have to catch her, you get her back up on the car. And I go, ma'am, this is my, this is my car. She goes, what? And I go, yeah. She's like, girls like you should not drive this car. <laughs> and I go. What type of Cheshire cat of like hookerdom is that? Like, I like what type of weird riddle is I don't know. So she's you? walking past me. I don't even get in the. So I'm, I open my front door and she starts to walk past me. So I have to close it. So she gets past me. <laughs> and I smell like Victoria's Secret perfume from 2006. I was like, what in the this world? This girl, but you know, in 06, she was that bitch. Oh, for sure. And she's holding on. And she walks away and she goes, fat old black man drives your car. I'm milking for him. And keeps walking. (laughs) Fat old black man? Fat old black man has your car. I'm looking for him. And as I see her walk away, another Lincoln MKZ is in the far corner of the Publix parking lot. And I just go, over there. (laughs) (laughs) The one playing Barry White, super loud. (laughs) 
the one over there playing Ja Rule singing hits. But I just and double parked in a handicapped spot. <laughs> That's the one. But I was like, you know what? I can't even blame her. I parked badly in the spot anyway, and like it's dirty in there. But if she had just peeked in, she'd be like. Some homeless woman lives in this car. I shouldn't. Well, what car do you drive, Kai, for our listeners? It's a, I mentioned it, but it is a Lincoln MKZ. What year? 2009. Okay. Mm-hmm. I really just want to know if you knew. I'm guessing on the, <laughs> na- the year. The only thing that could be worse is if you drove like a Chrysler 300. Yeah. <laughs> With like a Kangle hat, like in the windshield. I do realize. Oh my God. <laughs> You are kind of driving like the old head black guy mobile. Like I'm vibing with yeah, it. Yeah, because like the the old white man has the Mercury version of your car. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and no hookers are waiting for that. Just his wife being like, man, I'll tell you what. Publix really needs to do something about those prices. Oh, my God. And he's like, Lynn, I've tried to kill myself so many times in this marriage. <laughs> it just gets super dark. So intense. Have you ever heard old white people argue, Kai? Benjamin, I work at a bank. I work at a furniture store. A <laughs> bank, like, there's, like, rules because there's money at stake. Barely. A, a furniture store? I've heard old women say things to their husbands that I'm like, I don't think she ever loved him. Like, as they're leaving the store. I think that you can love someone young and hate them when you're old. Right. That's I, a very true thing. I want to be the opposite. I want whoever you I marry. despise them? To just, it's got to be the most, like, pissed off first five years. I learned something recently about my relationship that I've been told I can't say on stage, but I can say on the podcast. Was that the exact stipulation that was said? Yes. That's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Because I already said it on stage, so they're like, maybe not there. Um, So You know that means that they think that not enough people listen to this podcast. So listeners at home, let's prove Kai's relationship partner wrong and get us up to 700 subs. It's more about like neither of us look good and he doesn't want comics to be like blah about stuff. Tag a comic. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Hold up a Calvin and Hobbes book to your speaker system. Because a comic can... All right. Are you happy with that one? Not at all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at the man in the mirror, and he's alive for another three seconds. (laughs) Right. No, uh, so when I I met uh, the man I'm with now, it was in Tallahassee in a oyster shack. Nice. At an open mic, because that's where dreams are made. And I wanted to do stand-up. I wanted to do this open mic. I was really scared to do it, so I would bring my friend Jersey... I don't know if Jersey listens to this, but if he does, shout out Jersey. Uh, I would the bring, whole state. Yeah. Not, a lot of guidos. Not new or old, just Jersey. It's spelled with a Z, and he's one of my favorite people. What's it short for? Jersey. It's just Jersey. I think he wore like a basketball jersey once, probably. No, that's his real name. Oh, God. His legal name is Jersey. What's his middle name? Mike's? Uh, I hope. He's Greek. That's nuts. That doesn't help this at all i don't know i'm still very confused yeah okay odysseus theseus jersey (laughs) (laughs) the minotaur (laughs) madison square garden (laughs) i don't know i need to know the like does he have siblings no i don't even think that i think jersey there's helmet there's glove (laughs) it's like jersey connecticut 
Like it's just like where they were. It's just all yeah. It's all surrounding <laughs> states. It's all the states that start with new, but it's just Hampshire, <laughs> Dakota, <laughs> Jersey. No, so I would be nervous, and so I would bring him because uh, he liked you, and you were like, I need someone here. Well, I, he did end up liking me, but that wasn't the intent. <laughs> Didn't mean to get caught that quick. <laughs> so someone drove to Tallahassee with you that wasn't family. No, not she, you. They both lived we there. Both, at the no, time. I know. Oh, okay. You no, goofed. Right. She wasn't like oh, I can't have anyone in Tampa see me start. I'll drive three hours to play at an oyster bar. Yeah. Well, I mean, I've driven worse, but with, with my friend named after a basketball shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Great guy. I love him. I'd love to see him again, honestly. But I would always bring him, and so my boyfriend would see me with this guy, assume that was my boyfriend. And so then when I moved down to Tampa, he just assumed I was still dating someone. And I would start flirting with him because I liked him. And he was like, this girl cheats. So he just totally, his exact wording was, I was trying everything in my power not to fuck you. <laughs> when we first started dating. <laughs> And I was like, how'd that work out for you? He's like, well, once things were clarified, it was a lot better. But yeah, the first like month and a half of me twirling my hair at him, he was like, this whore is just <laughs> going for broke here. And I was like, wow. What, is he in the Navy? Do you have any decorum? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, this girl needs to get her shit together. Can't even write a joke. And I'm like, we're staying in a relationship. Hi. <laughs> You want to know what a joke is to me? Monogamy and trust. And you start like playing with his shirt. Well, it, was, it wasn't until I said a joke about being single where he was like, I think after he was like, oh, I'm sorry to hear you and that guy broke up. I was like, what guy? He's like the one that you, your boyfriend you always brought to the open mic. I was like, we weren't dating. And he was like, oh, oh, no. I was like, what? <laughs> and Jersey just quietly cried into his euro at the other end of the bar. <laughs> Yeah, we weren't, but I always hoped that one day she'd see me for me. Jersey's a great guy. It's okay. That's what every girl says about someone who's ugly but nice. Anyway, we're moving no, on. No, not damn. ugly. <laughs> not ugly and very nice. Totally okay. He could not look more different from my now boyfriend, so it's okay. I have a type, and it's tall and skinny. That's, that's my thing. Well, hey, guys. It's been another episode of We've Got Nothing. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at We've Got Nothing. It's our first. Every time we upload, uh, we talk about it on our stories, so make sure to follow that. First people that know about uploads are on there. We are posting every other Monday. If that changes, that's also where we will tell you. So, again, follow the Instagram. And follow me at Kai Sunders underscore. We ain't got clout. No diamond rings, no trout. No silent streams, but we've got lots of things to say.